stack of records here, a stack of records there. I got the records scattered all over everywhere, but I'm looking for one that I can't find. The one where the guitar plays so fine, cause that's the only song that my baby likes to hear. High and low, everywhere I know I can't find the one that my baby loves So oh, tell me, what am I gonna do? Cause that's the only song that my baby likes to hear It goes... An hour or two And I've about decided what I've got to do I'm gonna get me a guitar And learn to play I'll serenade my baby night and day Then I'll play the song that my baby likes to hear I'll go Burns either 
You're right there. And we're everywhere. It's, uh, today, uh, so, so today is a follow-up to, uh, this was kind of a thing here. Last week, I did all songs from Sun Studio. 
And it was uh, the end of like all the songs I did about the sun through summertime. And I'm thinking, okay, well, you know, I did all the sun's music stuff. A lot of the, the rockabilly, everybody, you know, uh, clamors over. And then I'm thinking, you know what? Rather than just kind of go back into theme stuff, like I was like, oh, maybe I'll do some songs about the fall. I thought, you know what? What I will do, this is, because uh, I, I did talk about this last week. I, I, I had a small bootleg uh, CD uh, compilations I put out all through the uh, late 90s, early 2000s. Kind of survived that way for about six years. Uh, getting old records, old tapes, old weird things and putting them on. Uh, God, I had one of the first CD burners. And uh, I, uh, I would do these rockabilly shows. I'd DJ them, which wouldn't be much money. But I'd make a big chunk of change selling these compilations. And uh, let me tell you, so let me, let me back up and tell you what we played first, okay? Little Girl Samiara, and that's a great Mexican rockabilly tune. Glenn Goza, gosh almighty, what a body. The Meteors, Dig That Crazy Ford, and Tom Tall, Stack of Records. Now, the neat thing is, I have never found any, hardly any of these records on any other compilation anywhere else at any other time. I mean, that's the nice thing about... You know, when you're collecting weird stuff, there's always stuff that falls between the cracks. Like, what's this? Oh, yeah. So a lot of what you're going to hear is really, actually, the series was called Real Rare Rockabilly. I did uh, the 10, I released 10 CDs of it. And then I actually found, I uh, put together four CDs more that I never released. So I'm going to be playing some of those today, too. Uh, so you guys, understand my whole background I started out as a, uh, that's why uh, I started out bootlegging music when I was probably about 11 years old. I uh, needed, I wanted some money to buy a guitar because my folks would not buy me a guitar. So what I would do is I'd take my brother's records because he had all the new records that came out and all the prog rock records and all the British invasion records. And what I would do is I would go to the, the, the Radio Shack or the Camelot Music as it was back then and I would buy those, the, it's like a, four cassettes for a dollar. I think it was four cassettes and they're like Sertron. They're like these really, you could actually see through the tape. They were so cheap. So what I would do is I would record my brother's records and then I would sell them to the neighborhood kids because there was no really no record store around. And I was saying, hey, look, this new album by, you know, uh, Frank Zappa or this new record by uh, King Crimson. And I, and I had one really good customer. I had, I had a couple customers, but I had one, man. This kid would steal so much money from his parents <laughs> and to buy this stuff. And I ended up, I ended up, uh, make, I, I forgot, I don't know how long it took me to, to, to get, but I ended up getting a couple hundred dollars as a little kid, you know, selling cassettes of, of my brother's, uh, records. So I started out like that. So I'm thinking, hey, this is kind of neat, you know, because they always, they, the joke was bootlegging music is killing the music industry. And, uh, well, Maybe single-handedly I took it down. I didn't know. So that, that, this story is a precursor to where I go here. So uh, I was DJing. Didn't have, I was always hustling for money. Didn't have a lot of money. And uh, so I figured, but, you know, but I always had uh, music. That's the thing. This is when you could buy 45s for like a nickel. There were, I had a secret thrift store in uh, the re a really bad section of town uh, growing up. And it didn't even have a sign on it, but it was an old bread warehouse. There used to it used to be a bread manufacturing thing, the, the, the dock in the area, and all was the bread making place. And they would, if they liked you, 
You could walk up with a giant stack of records. And ah, a dollar, a dollar, if they liked you. You had to be really nice to these because nothing was marked. You know, nothing was marked. They just kind of said, oh, okay, take that, just get this out of here. So that's why I, um, and then I, I just wanted to get rid of everything. You know, I didn't have, it, it was going to be like a pack rat. And so what I did is I took these records and tapes and all these other things and I made these compilations. And that's what you're going to hear today. Next week is going to be neat because this is, the next two are, the next two shows are going to be stuff I've never released before. And next week is all the bootleg surf stuff. And these are things you're just, that, that I, I, they must be from another planet. That's all I got to understand is this music that, that I'm going to be playing the next three weeks have got to be from another planet. Because I've never seen this on any compilations, anywhere, anytime, anything. If you have some of this stuff, that's good on you. So next week is going to be all surf. It's going to be my bootleg surf album, my uh, surf uh, uh, show. And the following week is going to be my bootleg weird stuff. Weird stuff I found all through this thrift store. So the next three shows are all going to be from my old, old, old uh, record and, and tape and CD and whatever collection I had. Well, actually, no CDs. Uh, uh, or records and tapes. Okay. So it's got to be kind of fun. So this next thing, if Chummy's listening, is going to poop somebody else's pants. I have a Charlie Feathers uh, recording that I have never seen emerge anywhere else. And this is like Charlie Feathers with his big Hammond organ and a rhythm machine. And it's called Love Don't Treat Me Too Right. And uh, that's where we're going to come up next. So that's what the, the whole day's show is. Today's going to be all my bootleg rockabilly stuff that I used to that I used to sell all through the, uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, I can't say I made a living off it, but I didn't, uh, you know... I didn't, I didn't go hungry, and that's all that matters. All right, so here we go. Love Don't Treat Me Right. Charlie Feathers, dig this bad boy. WRCT, Zombo in Your Brain. Thank you. 
my baby trifling and I shot her down. I went to bed but I rolled all night. I knew I had to beat it before daylight. About four o'clock someone knocked on my door. I grabbed my pistol and I fell on the floor. I heard a man calling my baby's name. I opened up the door and I blew out his brain. When I realized the thing I had done, I grabbed my hypodermic and I made my run. I made a good start, but I ran too slow. They got me in a dive down in El Paso. I'm sitting at a table blowing the stick. A plain clothes grabbed me and he got me quick. Now don't try to tell us your name is Brown. You're the cocaine kid that shot your woman down. I knew they had me solid with no alibi. It wouldn't help me any if I told a lie. I said, I'm the kid and I'm beat, you see. So if you've got a warrant, just read it to me. He said, you shot your woman and a round or two. They might have had it coming, but it's bad for you. Well, I said, I'm no angel and I'm full of sin. But under those conditions, I would do it again. When I was arrested, I was dressed in blue. They handcuffed me and throwed me on a no choo-choo. I didn't have a nickel, couldn't make a bail, so they shook me down and throwed me in that old dirty jail. Jury walked out and then they walked back in. The foreman held a verdict in his right hand. Ninety-nine years way down in Mac made me regret the night I wouldn't take her back. Now listen, all you dopers, take my advice. Don't ever use a needle any more than twice. Before you become an addict and blow your lid, take a look at what it did to the cocaine kid. Don't think I'm crazy, don't think I'm smaller I'm just a guy with a winking eye I gotta go, go hard, I gotta mix the mind While I find I know Gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go
Zombo right here playing his bootleg rockabilly stuff. My bootleg rockabilly stuff that I uh, did all through the uh, the late 90s, early 2000s. That was Gotta Go. Don't know. And let's see what else we heard. Oh, we heard uh, oh, a version of Cocaine Blues. And, uh, and uh, like I'm saying, I really did not do a lot of... See, that's another reason why I don't have records anymore. I just can't take care of stuff. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't like putting things back in the sleeve and alphabetizing them. It's just life is too short to go A, B, C, D, E, F, G a million times. Oh God, did I ever dread when you had to like, you know, reinvent, not reinventory, but at least like move somewhere and then try and move somewhere else and then try and organize. Oh man, that stinks. So okay, let me. So this is this is another reason why. Uh, um, I, I have a thing against vinyl people. This next song I played, okay, uh, which I'm going to play right now. Another DJ goes, oh, my God, that's great. That's great. What is it? Because I, I forget what I was playing at that. Because this is a really great tune. Where did you get that record? And I go, well, I don't really have the record anymore. Uh, everything's gone. I sold it. It's history. And he goes, well, it has to be vinyl. So you know what this Jagoff does? What he does, he goes, uh, can I, can I, so he buys one of the compilations that has this song on it. Then he goes, and, and there's a pressing plant, I believe it was in Japan. I don't know how much money he spent. But he pressed 145, a one-sided 45 of this next tune. So he could say, well, I got the vinyl on this. So you can see where this goes. So it, it, it's not even a real thing. That, that, it's a piece of plastic with a sticker on it. And uh, so this guy actually touted like, oh, I got the record of this. But you don't have the record of this. You took my copy of this, which was off one of my bootleg things, and you bootlegged it onto a 45. And it is a great tune, though. I can't blame him, though. It's a Paps Blue Ribbon by Bob Williams. You'll dig this bad boy. Zombo right here in your brain playing bootleg rockabilly all day. At least till one. Oh, not this version. Okay. I think that's I think that's the copy I got him later. <laughs> All right, so what do we got? Oh, so I want to. I I'll have to find a, a cleaner copy of that because that just that just blew up. All right, this is another great rockabilly tune called "Old Red Devil" by Hollis Champion. Don't worry, I'll get the Paps Blue Ribbon thing up next, but we got to get this bad boy up first. You'll dig this number. It's got a great guitar thing. Devil be 
Cool. So a lot of these songs I play actually have a little story behind them. This is one where another DJ uh, thought he would have to have the vinyl. So he actually made one record of 
my old uh, MP3, well, not MP3, but it was like a CD thing of it. I don't know. might have been MP3. I don't know what it is on, on CD. I think it's like an uh, AAF. I don't know. Whatever. It's a computer thing. So that was Bob Williams with Paps Blue Ribbon Beer. And like I'm saying, some of the tunes uh, I'm going to play today, I have lost the... Um, I guess I lost some information on some of the tunes. But most of them, most of them I'll tell you. Most of them I'll tell you. Uh, we heard Hollis Champion, a great tune, Old Red Devil. So this is the neat thing about these are these bootleg uh, uh, CDs I put out. Cause, uh, cause, uh, and I got the idea, there was a, a compilations called Born Bad. And they, they were, they were, they were uh, really great compilations. They were uh, maybe put out by somebody involved with the cramps. And that's where I first heard the Hazel Atkins and a lot of the, uh, you know, the original Google Muck. All that stuff was on a series called Born Bad. And I think there were six LPs like that. And I'm thinking, this is really great. But man, this is like a, it's like a $20 record. And then they came out with things like Sin Alley and Las Vegas Grind. And I'm thinking, wow, I should do this too. Look at all these. Because I'm figuring these guys are all boot. These guys are doing it on a much bigger level though. And uh, they would be bootlegging all their old 45s. Because there's really no copyright on these. These guys are dead. Nobody cares. And maybe 500 copies of this record ever existed. That kind of thing. And uh, so uh, I got to tell you a couple things. I got to tell you about uh, 68 million kabillion people in this country have diabetes or pre-diabetes or type 2 diabetes. It only takes one minute to know where you stand. Look down. Do I have pre-diabetes.org? Take a short online test. There you go. How's that? There you go. Uh, let's see, there's a lot of things your family can do to have fun. How about that? Move and eat healthier and make your kids healthier and you healthier. Search We Can. Find out more at uh, We Can Program. There. Now, was that so hard? So, um, once again, don't bootleg stuff. So this next thing kind of got me in a bit of hot water with uh, Big Sandy. Big Sandy and the Fly Ride Boys. Because Big Sandy, they used to do, they're at all these Viva Las Vegases. They're all at the, and his name is Robert Williams. Uh, and uh, But Big Sandy, nice, pretty decent guy, I got to admit. But I kind of rubbed him the wrong way with his next thing. Um, I was DJing uh, Viva Las Vegas. He was hosting it. And I thought, you know what? They do, Big Sandy does a song called True Blue. And I don't think they credited it to anybody, you know. And uh, it's on one of the records, and it's one of my favorite Big Sandy and the Fly Ride tune, uh, uh, Fly Ride Boys tunes. And just before he goes on stage, I play this, and he was not happy. So it's the original version of a song Big Sandy and the Fly Ride Boys cover, but I don't think they mentioned that it is a cover. So I kind of blew their cover. True Blue, Frankie Miller. It's a, uh, it's a, it's a great tune. I love this tune. I'm a true blue papa looking for a good time gal. Well, the women all over the coast to coast. I'm the kind of a daddy that they all like most. A true blue papa gonna have a good time tonight. I love to 
to hear the peach shuffle on a honky tonk floor. When the bar starts to close, I holler, give me one more. I be sitting in the darkest corner I can find, holding baby's hand and a sipping wine. Cause I was born in a cave, I was raised in a den. My cheap occupation taking women from the men. I'm a trooper, papa, gonna have a ball That great tune. So here's, a, here's a, another really neat thing for you. I'm going to probably be talking a little bit between these tunes just because they're such neat stories, at least for me, and a little background on each of these. Next tune, I couldn't tell you where I found it, but I fell in love with this tune the minute I heard it. J.P. Morgan, and I think this might have been released on the cassette or, or, or some kind of thing of hers later on down the line, but man, she does a rock. Now, J.P. Morgan was the, the gal on the gong show. She was on the gong show. She was, uh, she used to be, a, 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 she ended up being like one of these like people that do uh, 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 ta- uh, game shows all through uh, the 70s and 80s. But she started out in the 60s as a singer. And man, she got a great voice. And here's her doing the rock. This rockabilly version of Pepper Hot Baby is one of the best versions I've ever heard. And I love this tune. J.P. Morgan, Pepper Hot Baby. Now you gotta check out this amazing guitar solo coming up right now. Thank you. 
Bye. 
You know who that was, huh? This uh, this is kind of real, real neat little thing here. That was David Gates. I don't know if anybody knows who David Gates is, but you probably remember that corny bread, the corny band from the seventies called Bread. They did like If and Baby, I'm a Want You. Uh, they were uh, they were the thing for a day or two, but uh, they were like super soft rock cornballs. He started out as a rockabilly guy, and that was a real swinging baby. And uh, we heard from that Jimmy J. You listen to Zombo right here playing. What do I got coming up next? Here? What's this? Uh, put some, uh, oh, okay. This, this I really don't have much, much of an. Ex- I, I, I have, I've had one copy. Of this. this is another reason why I do not have vinyl. This broke in half, and I had to duct tape the bottom of it together. It was a Decca record, so it was fairly common. But I couldn't find it on any Bob Wills compilation. Not this version. I couldn't find, the, it was almost like they wanted him to sound like Bill Haley in the Comets when Rockabilly was kicking in in the 1950s, not late 1950s. So I could not find this exact recording of Omona by uh, Bob Wills. So uh, the only copy I had was on a old record that got busted in half. I duct taped the bottom of it together. It is going to skip, but check out this great backbeat on this Bob Wills tune trying to like uh, cash in on the uh, Bill Haley and the Comets craze. Oh, Mona. Something to tell. 
Now check out this dirty joke. A gal was walking down the street. Yes. Oh, mama. She was nice and she was sweet. Oh, Lord. Oh, mama. She leaned over to tie her shoe. Yes. Oh, mama. The wind blew up. Hold it up. Yeah, there's some weird flip side on a DECA record. And uh, <laughs> I, I, that, that's the least amount it ever skipped. So, uh, but yeah, it is kind of crazy. But uh, the, the other versions of Omona do not have that dirty joke in it on the end. So uh, dig that. So you're listening to Zombo right here. I can't believe we're in, almost at an hour already. I have s- stored up. But I'm just going to play the best stuff I have. And at the end of the show, it peters out. It peters out. I got about 80 of these things, these real rare rockabilly things that I was bootlegging all through the 90s, early 2000s at all the uh, uh, the big rockabilly shows, Viva Las Vegas, the heavy Rebel, we- no, uh, the Rebel Weekender in uh, in Indianapolis. And I'll tell you, uh, a lot of people from England uh, would come to these things. It's just nuts that uh, that so many people from uh, from England would be into American rockabilly more so than. Uh, even the, but the one thing I hated about doing the show, it was a look at me contest. You know, it wasn't, and, and for DJs, I didn't even bother to, to get into like a peeing contest with other DJs. Oh, look, I got this record. I got, because I actually came in and uh, somebody actually complained because I did not have vinyl. The last year I, I did there, one of the British guys came over and complained to the owner that I was not playing vinyl. I was playing copies of vinyl. But it was my vinyl. But it was copies of vinyl, so uh, that was I was not asked back the next year. So I did not make like what a couple hundred dollars in a hotel room. But I made all my money selling these uh, bootleg CDs that I just did one at a time. That's the thing. These are the CD burners one at a time. So not too many copies of these got out there. Now an interesting thing is when I was running for state representative, I um, needed a lot of money to uh, run for state representative. And what I did is I did this twice. And I do not know who... I, I think the guys that won these never really utilized these. I was selling my entire music collection on um, raffling it off. Selling my entire music collection on like a uh, like one terabyte drive. All the things that I've spent decades putting together. And decades putting together. Stuff that is just like not available in stores. Not available online. Not available on reissue. Just not available. And I remember I think the two guys that bought them just threw them in a drawer. So I, um, and it was a raffle to see if I could, you know, like you buy a dollar ticket. And uh, I did that the last night I was at Kelly's. I think I, I raffled one off. And then I did one at a, at a uh, fundraiser. And I ended up getting like a couple hundred bucks. But the people that got these full, then they have all this stuff. They have everything that uh, I've been collecting because I needed the money so bad uh, when I was running for state representative. You know, I mean, they told me I want to need $100,000 to get this job. you know. And I came up with uh, like $24,000. But I still got like 42% of the vote. But you know, still came in second. Eh, whatever. So there's a couple people out there that probably have my entire collection 
in a uh, on a hard drive thrown in a drawer uh, somewhere. So yeah, it's kind of crazy. So the next two, I'm going to actually skip to this next tune. I'm skipping right next to him by the Jays. This is called Something Special. And this is one of the hottest rockabilly tunes that I've ever heard. And, it, it, and it's very, a, a very non, non-typical rockabilly tune. It's got a great chord progression. It's got these crazy breaks. I'm surprised the Cramps never covered this. Probably because they've never heard it. But it's Something Special by the Jays. Check this out. Zombo right in your brain. Bootlegging a rockabilly. Yeah. I got a date at eight. Came to late, 
Just meet me at the gate, don't make me wait Say you love me too Will I jump around or will I paint the town? Be the kind that's real or damn well Live it up to a bus Cause we know when enough's enough I got a day that day Can't be late, I'm feeling great Day to Date by uh, Ray King. Man, that's a smoking tune. And we heard something special by the Jays. Man, that, that's got those breaks in there. That's not. That's awesome. So, uh, uh, so right now, the next tune I got to play is this really crazy tune. And if I'm not mistaken, I might have actually heard this used in like a commercial about a decade ago. So this must have ended up somewhere else other than on my uh, my bootleg collections. Uh, but it's such a great tune. Ruba Duba Doo, the Statesman. <laughs> We don't write them like that anymore, and for a very good reason. That was the Statesman. Hey, and so today, as you're listening to all my bootleg rockabilly records, uh, stuff that I recorded on a small record label I had uh, and, and would sell it at, uh, at rockabilly shows. So it was a nice way to make some moolah. Next week, 
is going to be all the surf stuff, which I probably never really, uh, really combined onto a uh, bootleg thing. The third week uh, is going to be, I, I, before I even see these were around, there was cassettes, okay? And I came out with this whole series of stuff called Amazing Thrift. And this was all the craziest stuff I found at thrift stores. And I think there was like 21 volumes of this. And this is, this is, how, this is how little money I had. So what I would do is I, I worked at record stores. And what record stores, they'd always get promo cassettes in. You know, they would get promo cassettes in of this band and that band and this band. And we were supposed to play them to promote the music and then sell the, sell the music. Well, what I would do, we would get boxes of these promo cassettes. What I would do is I take them home, I put the sticker over the, the tab, over the top, so you could record over, because if you didn't know that, you couldn't record over it. I had a little dent in the top of each side, and you had to put a piece of tape over it. What I would record over top of these promo cassettes, the music that I was, uh, and, and these, the third week, the amazing thrift stuff, uh, those were a lot of tape trader stuff. So I probably didn't make hardly any money on that, but it was just a thing. And it was, it was fun because we, I trade tapes with guys all around the country. Said, well, I found this in a thrift store. I found this in a thrift store. There was actually a guy in England. He, they called charity shops over there. He sent me, and I can't even find those. He sent me a couple cassettes of what he called Amer- amazing charity. So he actually came out with a, a series of cassettes based on mine out of England called Amazing Charity, which I don't know if I can find those or not. But the third week is going to be the weird stuff. So this week is going to be all uh, the rockabilly stuff. And I haven't played this stuff in at least a decade. At least a decade. Because I'm always doing the theme shows. I'm always trying this and that. And So uh, this next tune, I do not know the basis of how the story of... It's a guy named Jody Williams. And I don't know if he was a guitar player. Well, I don't know if uh, he was the guitar player for... Bill Haley or not, I don't know. This song is a little too long to ever been on a 45, so this makes me think that somehow I got some kind of weird studio I'll take somewhere. Uh, Lucky Lou, it's a really neat instrumental by uh, Jody Williams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
That's bad luck by Earl Wright. And yeah, I know that the quality isn't, well, it was horrible. Because we're talking a 45 that's probably 45 years old at that time, played at 45 directly into a CD burner. I did not have any access. I didn't have a computer in then. This is like 1998. I did not even have a computer then. And so it was just basically doing it live, just, you know, making, making the master CD live. And hoping nothing skips as bad as the um, Bob Wills tune. So that was uh, bad luck. We heard uh, that was J.J. Miller. Lucky Lou. Uh, kind of a jazzy thing, Lou Williams, uh, Jody Williams. And uh, you listen to Zombo right here in your brain. And it's kind of nice. I'm digging up all of these super rare uh, rockabilly things for you today. Out of my way old collection uh, that, uh, that, like I'm saying, I used to bootleg this stuff. And uh, next week is going to be all instrumental surf. And a lot of that stuff, I believe, is not categorized or um, uh, ca- or um, logged in properly. So who knows? Because this is before computers. I just have to write things down on a piece of paper and then hopefully not lose that piece of paper. Okay. And then uh, transpose it into... Because these files, even the files did not even say this. Once I put these in, I had to try and remember what that was, and then I'd look off of the original pieces of paper. What a nightmare! What a nightmare! Here's another fun tune, The Married Man Blues by Earl Wright. So once again, uh, let's dig some of this, my real old, rare, bootleg rockabilly stuff for you. Great tune here. This is uh, Earl Wright, Married Man Blues. Well, I met a little gal about five foot two. I asked her if she loved me, and she said I do. Lord, I got little money, but not a whole lot. That's when she said we tied the knot. Well, I won of an army, they never won a battle. I'm a poor married man. Well, she told me this morning before I left the house, don't come creeping around like a little mouse. Dip right in like a married man. Sugar on your lips and money in your hand. Well, I won of an army, they never won a battle. I'm a poor married man. That ain't so, she's breathing down my neck When 
just going to prowl for love. And when you come along, I scream to heaven above. I'm like a hungry lion that's king and proud. And when you come by, you got me sitting on a cloud. I'm like a grip ticket, fast looking for a date. When you come along, I want to squeeze you like a grape. I'm like a mountain goat that's on an icy peak. And when you come along, I want to slide to your feet. And when you swim by, I wanna have some fun.
Yeah. Interesting song. Yeah, almost Billy Barracks. Interesting thing about this song. Okay, once again, these are things I bootlegged, sold on CDs, made a few bucks. Uh, and actually, Kelvin just called to remind me I had the I had the big clearance sale. There was a store in Lawrenceville that a buddy of mine uh, had temporary control of before it was a restaurant. And he let me come in with him, and I cleared all. I mean, I had just reams and reams and reams of uh, the CDRs and the original stuff and old radio shows and, 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 and drives and all. It was just, it was, I forgot about that. And I had, I sold uh, like probably like the tail end of a lot of the uh, uh, Real Real Rockabilly CDs. But anyhow, this tune, almost by Billy Barracks, there's a band here, I believe in the early 2000s called the Hell Divers. I don't know where these dudes went or whatever. The, the one guy was one of these dudes that was one of these obsessive dudes, okay? I think it was Johnny or something. He, and this is like pre-internet. You know, there really wasn't much of an internet back then, I do not believe. I don't. It's all a blur. My life is a blur. Anyhow, he found Billy Barracks. Uh, A-R-R-I-X. Somehow he tracked this dude down. And... Which was, and he had, he brought him up. They played, I think, played Howlers, and his band backed them up, the Hell Divers. But there was just one thing: he heard this tune, and guys, I gotta find this guy. And they found the guy, and I think this is probably the only song he did, almost. And then, uh, which is a great tune. I don't remember if uh, I don't remember the show or anything, but I, I know that they made a a big hoo ha about bringing him into town because they found him. So that's what they did with a lot of these guys. Uh, they did a lot of they, with a lot of these guys. They would they uh, with Viva Las Vegas. They dig these old dudes up. I mean, the cool thing is it could have been anybody. That's the thing that gets me. They could have got some like, hey, hey, Uncle Joe, yeah, why don't you be Billy Barracks? Who's a Billy Barracks? Listen to this old record. Believe me, you're like 80 now. You could sound like crud, and nobody's gonna care. Just get up there, say you're Billy Barracks. Uh, try and remember the song, and then we'll just kind of. Fudge our way through a bunch of other stuff. Okay. And then he goes in and does it. Uh, uh, that had to be done at least once. That had to be done at least once. Uh, I remember seeing Hazel Atkins live. Boy, was that a punishing show. Uh, I saw him uh, in Cleveland uh, in, uh, what was it? Must have been in the 90s. And, uh, oh, what a wreck. He was even a wreck then. And uh, it was, that show was not pretty. It was not pretty. Okay, let's get back into some of this rare rockabilly. Next week is going to be rare uh, Zombo Rare Surf, and then third one. I should I should play this tune, even though it's in my weird show. There's one song called the Hoot and Blues. I'm going to play it on this show. It is great. It's uh, it's a guy a harmonica, and he's screaming and howling and hooting while playing the harmonica. This could fit in the rockabilly show. But it's a hoot and blues. Because when I heard that almost and that guy with that, that high hiccup, I made me want to play um, uh, the hoot and blues, which I'll play in just in a little bit because that's, 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 that's going to be nice. But this woman's voice, never heard of her, Roberta Sherwood. Okay? But it's just fascinating to me that there's, there's, there's musicians out there, singers out there, just got buried, buried under the whole heap of, of, just, you know, wrong place, wrong time, wrong thing. Check out her version of Blue Moon in Kentucky. It's really a, really a scorcher. Roberta Sherwood, Zombo right in your brain, the BRCT Pittsburgh. 
I told you I was a scorching tune. Uh, Roberta Sherwood uh, with uh, Blue Moon of Kentucky. You listen to Zombo right here in your brain. And the whole month of September, maybe scooching in the, the, the October. I don't know how many, how many more weeks we got here. But you know, this is a three-week uh, little show here of all the stuff that I bootlegged that I really am glad that I had, that, I, that I'm glad that I kept uh, copies of. So, you know, things I sold. Made a smooching of money on, and then I figured out how to uh, burn them on the CD and then sell them at these rockabilly shows. I did that for uh, about six years. Uh, and so let me tell you, before we get into, oh my God, I found Hootin' Blues. Hootin' Blues is going to destroy you. Okay, it only takes a minute to take the time to be a dad today. I bet it does. It only takes a moment. One eight seven seven four dad 41 dad for fatherhood.gov brought to you by the U.S. Government Health and uh, Service Department. Yeah, you want to stop what you're doing right now and take a moment? Oh, yeah. That's what it feels like to be a dad. Really? It can be loud moments, goofy moments, teaching moments. It doesn't matter. You know what? It doesn't matter. All right. Let's see what else we got here. Uh, the American Academy of Neurology. I, I can't even say it right if I try. Has issued because I've been, it's been a goof for so long. I can't even say the ne, ne, neurology. Neuro, I, neurology. I said it. The American Academy of Neurology has issued new duty lines to help determine whether people with Alzheimer's disease or dementia should stop driving. Here's a hint. Yes. Okay, brought to you by the American Academy of Neurology and uh, the Caregivers. AAN.com. Okay. You're demented. You shouldn't be driving. Should be listening to the Dr. Mendel. So, check this monster out. Harmonica. Uh, now, I don't know if this is the name, but I put Harmonica Mania down. I don't think the name of the artist was. It's probably like you know, Toothless, toothless uh, Jasper Smith or something. Hootin' Blues. Check this thing out. This thing kills me. It did kill me. Yeah.
Now, see, a song like that, a song like that should have probably been in a John Wathers movie. And I don't even want to guess what somebody will be doing with their body when, they, when this song would be playing in the background. All right, here is a tune. I, I, I kind of think the reason why this guy never really went anywhere, he sounds like Bullwinkle the Moose. And it is a guy named Vince Anthony doing a real old record called Too Hot to Handle. It's a great tune, but he sounds well, like For the sun, you can dance in every juke joint. For the day is done, well, you too hot to handle. Someday you're gonna lose. You've got an overloaded circuit and you're gonna blow your
and stare as I go pottering by. My legs are bowed, my back is bent, well, my muscles all are gone. I'm headed for the junkyard, I've been around too long. I used to have black curly hair, but now it's almost white. I have to take them vitamin pills every doggone night. When I get up, I feel so weak, my energy is gone. Eddie Collins with Been Around Too Long, another old record. So this other thing I want to play might have been from, God, probably from the 60s. It just, I just kind of lumped it in there, okay? But it's called, I, I, I'll just play it and I'll explain it later, okay? It's pretty funny. Don't know who that was, but they are trying to cash in on the whole Flintstones craze. So I know it doesn't quite fit in with Rockabilly, but what are you going to do? Put me in music jail. That actually was on Real Rare Rockabilly Volume 14. It never came out. So uh, obviously I was just kind of like just <laughs> throwing stuff on the ground. It's a great song. It's a great song. You don't like it? It doesn't really kind of kind of fit in. That's the sad thing about some of the Rockabilly. There's such purists. Something like that would just drive them wild because it was like, that's 1966. That's way past Rockabilly. And it's not even got a 145 and no break. And it's so like I'm like, ah, who cares what you think, dummy? You bought you bought the CD, beat it. See you never. Here's a, you know, I collect monster stuff, right? So here's Monster Hop by Doug Harden. And the whole month of October is going to be 1,000% Halloween and Zombo. So the next three weeks are, and it's nice because I, I just checked the calendar, uh, September 30th 
is the last Friday of the month. Next week is going to be all the uh, bootleg surf stuff. And this is all stuff that I've collected and I tried to sell, uh, even though the, the surf stuff I never really uh, did much with. And then the last week is all the weird stuff. That's uh, the, the uh, There's some really weird stuff. But anyhow, here is Monster Hub with Doug Harden, Zombo in Your Brain. WRCT Pittsburgh. <laughs> Won't you step into my laboratory? I was invited to a party just the other night. I never expected to have such a fright. When I arrived in this crazy record hop, a bunch of creatures were a hopping to the monster hop. They was a hopping and a bobbing and a rolling and a strolling and a twisting and a shaving and a shaking at the monster hop. Well, a vampire woman and a Frankenstein were drinking some red and it wasn't wine. A red Robin Harry was a even berry had a girl with a skin like a grizzly bear. There was a hopping and a bobbing and a rolling and a strolling and a twisting and a shaving and a shaking at the monster Green hood man, a werewolf getting mighty hot on the drumming, and a dead sax player wasn't feeling lonely. They were hopping and a bobbing and a rolling and a strolling and a twisting and a shaming and a shaking at the monster hop. I got a rhythm in the bone. 
auctioneer says Oh, and go and gone My love will be gone Baby, gone That's right there, Ramon Lupin with Love Gone. Before that, the Mellow Kings with Get Off My Back, Rhythm in My Bones, Eddie Diamond, and Doug Harden with Monster Up. So the funny thing is about doing this show this weekend, it is BMI weekend here at WRCT where they go through all of the logs and they actually, I guess they send all of the stuff into BMI or ASCAP or whatever to pay royalties to artists. So yeah, so they're going to go and they're going to see all of this stuff. Uh, Ramon Lupin. There's no Ramon Lupin. Mellow, there's no Mellow Kings. Frank, there's none of this stuff. What the hell is this dude playing on his radio show? So to this weekend, the whole weekend is BMI weekend where we, we log all the, the music we play and then they, they uh, I guess, assess royalties. I have zero clue how BMI weekend works, but the hilarious thing is there's not one BMI artist on here. They're not even ASCAP. They're not even copy. These are just bootlegged records. Yep. Funny stuff. So one of these, fa- so next, next section of tune are going to be like, uh, really great harmonies with gals. And I, I love this real gone jive by the Minna sisters. And you know, we're going to play that. We're going to play it right now. RCT Zombo right in your brain. That's right. Correct. Ah, yeah.
Yes, sir. Shake knows what to do. Jump at him, bow, hot rod, and we break off. Blow the soft and go, go, go. We go to the show, starting to spin my nose. She said, I know what to do. Let's just a bit of land to friend. Go, go, go.
So last week I played a band called the Sunbeams that were on Sun Records. And uh, they did a song called Love is a Stranger. And I love the song, Love is a Stranger to You. And uh, this uh, was uh, on Dot Records, which Dot Records would put anything out. They, were, they would put out records. They were the ones that would put out records by celebrities. So they would be putting out like uh, the, the Walter Brennan records and the, the uh, Telly Savalas. Dot Records just notoriously put out anything. But Wrap It Up and Save It by the Sunbeams. I, I did double check that. That was not on Sun Records. Uh, somehow they ended up on Dot, which was just kind of like probably mob run. All of those like roulette and chess, all of those labels are all run, all run. Really, I mean, it's just unbelievable. You think I, you think me bootlegging this stuff was bad enough? Every one of these damn artists got ripped off. They didn't, they got like you know here's fifty dollars. Oh, you wrote the song, great. And then you know uh, Morris Chess goes and makes a million dollars off it, and it's like yeah, okay, thanks. I mean, I gave you your money. So, uh, yeah, that's that's how that works. So I don't feel any guilt over that at all. Like I'm saying, I've been uh, that that the, the whole thing of bootlegging music uh, rubs some people the wrong way. But how else are you going to hear this? That's the other thing I always uh, would always say. How else are you going to hear this music? You're not. You're not. So uh, what I did, like I'm saying over the years, digitize them analog one at a time. Uh, onto a CD burner, and then I would sell these at Rockabilly shows. I did the Rockabilly Weekenders here in Pittsburgh, uh, I believe in the early 2000s when they were at the um, uh, Beehive, was it Beehive Theater? The one that was in Oakland? Man, Oakland used to be really an awesome place to go to. And, uh, yeah. So I, I, I would do those and, you know, make a few dollars and, uh, you know, that, that was, that was my thing. I was another guy that, guy that, uh, that, that bootleg stuff. So next week is going to be all surf stuff you never heard before. And then the following week is going to be just, just crazy stuff. The craziest stuff I found in thrift stores, uh, going back to when you could, they would just give vinyl away. They just did not even want it junking up their, uh, their thrift store. So that that that's the thing. It was it wasn't even by the pound. I remember one time, basically having enough records I could barely even lift, and put them on the counter. And the guy goes, "I don't know, three dollars, three dollars." That's why that's why it just breaks my heart to see people go, "Yeah, I got this Ray Charles record. It's fifty. Ray Charles records, not even that rare. You paid fifty dollars for a Ray Charles forty-five. Yeah, but the flip side, I don't care what the flip side is or what the book says it's worth. You just spent $50 on something I probably got for like negative two cents, uh, you know, about 20, 30 years ago. Yeah. And I don't, I, you know, like I'm saying, and plus, you know, when I sold this stuff, I, I didn't make a lot of money on it either. Okay. I got to tell you, the money I made was on this. The money I made was on this stuff, which is awesome. So just over a girl, the Renfro brothers. This is a this is another neat thing. So we're tipping into some country stuff. We're tipping into rockabilly stuff. These most of these things were on uh, a series of, of CDs I came out with called Real Rare Rockabilly, and uh, there were fourteen volumes. Ten of them I released uh, and sold the shows, or gave the friends, or sold the friends, or uh, when we had Zombo Gallery, when Zombo Gallery was around. And by the way, they changed the time on the Zombo Deep Archive. So the Zombodeek Archive is no longer on Thursdays. It's Monday nights, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. So good luck listening to that. 
So they, they moved me to that slot. So eh, I'm still putting new shows out on there, though. So the Zombo Deep Archive is where I'm taking shows from 13 years ago. And the neat thing is I'm going through, like, like when you have, we have to put stuff in the database to, to type in, you know. So I guess they can pay BMI or BMI or whatever. And um, I'm typing a lot of the stuff in, and it's never been played before because it'll tell me if I entered this artist before. And a lot of the stuff I'm entering today has never been played on, on the radio. So that's really a nice thing to, to actually uh, to, to embrace today is that you're getting a lot of stuff that is really is uh, music that really have moved me, you know, over the years. And I, you know, stray away from it. I come back to it. I stray away from it. I come back to it. And, uh, but it's just, it's just a, a neat little part. And for a while, I mean, I start, you know, I started out as a rockabilly DJ. I started out as a rockabilly DJ around 1995, 96. I started out as a rockabilly DJ in Akron, Ohio on WAPS, which uh, was, believe it or not, the sister station to WYEP. So when I moved to Pittsburgh, everybody's saying, oh, yeah, you're from WAPS. You can just go right over to YEP and get a radio show. I went over there once and some dude was there. He says, ah, you can stuff envelopes. Bye. See you never. Yeah, it lasts like, not, I wouldn't even last one song on that radio station. I wouldn't last anywhere on any, any other radio station other than here. Isn't that a fabulous bit of coincidental that I ended up here on this, doing this right here, right now, where this, this, it's like a key fitting in the lock. It just would not happen anywhere else. It's the perfect storm, my friends. And you can hear rebroadcasts of the show and a bunch of other Zombo on uh, WBCQ, The Planet. It is shortwave radio, and uh, they are all over the world, man. So that's pretty pretty high honor to be on, on that uh, shortwave radio station. And um, you can download all these shows. Once again, I don't need to make the money no more. I, I'm made, man. I, I'm sitting on big sacks of moolah. So I'm giving this stuff away now. So you can go to zomboco.com, and I'll have this show up online tonight for you to download and to stream and all that other nonsense. So there. There you go with that. So once again, Zombo's Deep Archives where I'm playing shows from 13 years ago. And believe me, they sound just like this show. It's really sad. Uh, I just have failed to mature over the past 13 years. And um, that is on Monday nights, 10 p.m. to 1 a.m. in the morning. Here's Just Over Girl uh, by the Renfro Brothers as I promised you 14 years ago. Here it is. In your brain. Yeah. Was you ever inside of a high class place and some little girl up turn you in the face? Well, I seen one just the other night. Oh, I got out ahead of heck of a fight just over a girl. Just over a girl. Just over a girl. Well, what was that for? She's the first little thing you ever seen in this whole world.
What'd he do to you, Jim? Well, he picked me up and he threw me down and he kicked me around like an old stray hound. He hit me two or three times down easy like and he let me have it now. What the light just over that girl. Just over that girl. Just over that girl. You say she is pretty. She's the prettiest little thing you ever seen in this whole world. That run for brothers, just over girl. So the next two I'm going to play is by a guy named Richard Berry. Now Richard Berry actually has like some, he had some big kind of like Pittsburgh hits. Uh, he's the guy that wrote Louie Louie, that the Kingsman went on to make a hit out of. And uh, what else did he write? He wrote Get Out of the Car. He wrote a lot of cool stuff. This is one record that I once again I can't find on any other compilation. I uh, it was part of I think I I part was probably the rural rockabilly even though it's more of a an R and B uh, doo wop kind of thing but it's a great tune a real sexy number called Look So Good Richard Berry. Mighty sexy number there, Richard Berry looks so good. So there is a compilation uh, series 
that came out in the uh, 90s called Desperate Rock and Roll. You can probably still find some of these on record. Uh, there was like 15, 16 volumes. They were all vinyl. I think they came out on CD later. But this is a, those were vinyl things that people, once again, was bootlegged. They were all records like these uh, put on um, albums. And, uh, you know, and, and to say that's still vinyl, how is that different than, than what this is? There's zero difference in my brain. So there's a band. Why I mentioned Desperate Rock and Roll, there's a song on there. And this is the way I just remember stuff. It's so so sad how I remember just ridiculous stuff. There's a band called the Railvax. means nothing to nobody. They did a really cool song called Lover's Curse. But they might have considered it to be a little too sexy. So this, I don't know, this couldn't have been the flip side. It's the same damn song with different lyrics. Baby, it's too much. The Railvax. Day. But I, 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 
with my debt to pay Oh, I might you'd be worse Than a lover's curse So I had to play that. I had to play that because that just to, just to say it is one thing. To play it, you get the real the real thing because you probably don't have that. That was probably the lead singer was this guy named uh, was Bracy Everett with "Lover's Curse," and then before that, the same song with a different name and different lyrics by the Railbacks. So there you go with that. So let's get into some fun stuff. A neat version of Rag Mop uh, done by uh, Wesley Reynolds. So we're going to a little Western swing here. Really neat version of this tune. WRCT Pittsburgh, Zombo right there Rag with mop. you. Yeah. Yeah, Rag Mop. I see you. I see you more. You more pee. You more pee pee. Yeah, Mop.
fast. Got 
got it made in the shade. Well, if I was to lose my loving suit, I'd have to go to work. Well, I don't know what I'd do, got it made. Yes, sir, I got it made. Got it made, got it made in the shade. Oh, that is it, but don't miss it. I need my mom, Oh, no. 
That, that's a request from Chummy, and this is actually from a different series of stuff that I forgot I did, just because it was just so um, unpopular. I did a, uh, a, when swing music was really big, I came out with two bootleg albums uh, called I'd Rather Dance Than Whatever, um, and, and I did two volumes that I, was, I thought maybe I'd cash in on the whole swing thing in the late 90s, because I had all this like, you know, good dance stuff. Really good dance stuff, because uh, that's uh, another way I survived. I DJed at Spy Bar, uh, 80, 98 and 90, when swing was just crazy big. And uh, Spy Bar was downtown Cleveland. And bef- when it originally started out, people were lined up down the block to dance, to get into this swing dance thing. And just hear a DJ. Just hear a DJ dance. They had like some dumb dance lesson. And then... Uh, you know, they'd, uh, they'd have a DJ. And the one DJ built that thing up to just this massive down-the-block thing. He moves out of town. And who can we get to do this? Who can we get to do this? Well, this Zombo guy, he, uh, he's got some, 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 some swing stuff. Can he play swing? And I was like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I, I can play swing stuff. So I had to play like a lot of Zoot Suit Riot and a lot of um, uh, Big Vavoodoo Daddy 
And so that, but then I would sneak this stuff in, you know, because these people, the, the joke was, Benny Goodman had a great line about swing dancers. He says swing dancers would just, they, they don't care about the music. They could dance to like windshield wipers going back and forth. They because that's the whole thing. All right, let's get back into some more of the real, real Rocco Billy. Uh, once again, this is a whole bootleg series of CDs I came out with uh, in the late 90s, uh, early 2000s, uh, trying to uh, survive financially. Uh, so uh, once again, I, I dumped all of this uh, vinyl and tapes. It's all in probably in a landfill now. I do not know because I did not keep stuff in very good shape. So if you hear little pauses at the beginning of things, that's because this these were originally recorded directly from the 45 or directly from the tape, directly into a CD burner because that was even before computers. So I probably did most of these in 1998. Or 99. Move around. Here's another Rockabilly tune for you. I don't know who does it, but please enjoy. RCT! Around this place. 
Now that's a Hank Williams tune, so that's a little shout out to Kenny Joe there. Uh, I do not know who does it. It's a duet, obviously, a guy and a gal doing the Hank Williams tunes, Rudy Tootie, which is one of the happier Hank Williams tunes. Always like Rudy Tootie. That and Setting the Woods on Fire. Such a fun little, uh, he always had some fun stuff too. Hey, uh, let's see. Pull up a chair. It's breakfast for dinner with GJ Chris Wired. He serves up audio feast, an Egyptian feast, of melodious harmonies and harmonic melodies. Power pop, punk, jangle pop, psychedelic, anything that feeds the brain. Oh, he's feeding your brain too, is he? Uh, you doing some brain feeding? Sunday nights, 6 to, six to 7, one hour. That's a little snack there. It ain't a full meal for your brain, but it's Sunday nights, uh, 6 to 7, right here on RCT. And streams on rct.org. Uh, the Deep Blues Hour. Yeah. What's better than an hour of classic traditional blues? Two hours. That's right. We got two hours. Steve. Knocking it out of the park Monday. Oh, this is really cool because it, it's right before my show. So his show is on Mondays, 8 to 10 p.m. Uh, two hours of classic and traditional blues. So you're going to listen to that show. You might as well tune into the Deep Archive, the Zombo Deep Archive New Hours are Monday night, 10 to 1 a.m. That's really good to get to follow Steve. Great show. Got to listen to that one. Then you can kind of kind of fall asleep when you listen to mine because uh, the Deep Archive is shows from 13 years ago. So you might want to be checking uh, some real old, old, old Zombo that sounds just like same old Zombo. Uh, so, all right, let's, uh, I got to tell you a couple things here. We're running out of time. This is awesome. So the nice thing is I loaded 82 songs, 82 of uh, these bootleg rock. And, and believe me, I have, uh, well, there was 10 volumes that came out. There was about 30 songs on each volume. And uh, yeah, because I would jam pack the CDs. So there was about 25, 30 songs on each one. And then there was a bunch of leftover stuff that went into volumes 11, 12, 13, and 14, which I'm playing now. Once again, I would sell these at uh, Rockabilly, uh, uh, Rockabilly events where I would either DJ or host it. And I'm very lucky. I, I, I don't know. I'm just very lucky. Some people are just scared out of their brain to, uh, to make an announcement over a microphone or talk to people. And luckily, I don't care what people think. And that's really an awesome thing to not care. Mm-hmm. But you can care. 
more than 100 people in foster care, their kids in foster care, they're seeking permanent homes. They have a strong desire for kids, so come on, get the... Uh, Get uh, your, your first-time parents or you already have kids. You'd like to explore adoption. The Dave Thomas Foundation, Adoption for the Beginner's Guide. 1-800-ASK-DFTA or just go into a Wendy's. They probably got a lot of those foster kids working there. Child hunger. Let's move on over to that. 17 million kids struggle with hunger. Why don't you just pop into Wendy's? Just say, hey, listen. I don't know. Just say, hey, listen. And stand there. Stand there. Look befuddled. Before you know it, you got yourself a double and a frosty. And one of those funny hats. That's the thing when Wendy's, well, I always, the Wendy's old uniforms were the best. Those new ones, eh, they look like anything else. But wow, you talk about being humiliated. The Wendy's old uniforms from like the 90s where they had the light blue striped uh, bar. You look like you worked, <laughs> like, you look like you work like either a, a barber shop or a, or a newsboy, you know? And because they got that newsboy hat. And it was like the cap, and it was it was white with blue stripes, and then they had the the matching top that was the 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 white with blue stripes. And man, you you could not rock that style if your life depended on it. You're like, oh, you have to a barbershop quartet? No, I'm working at Wendy's. Oh, really? You work at a hospital? No, no, I'm I work at Wendy's. <laughs> Ooh, those outfits. Who told them that was a good idea? I don't know. Anyhow, 17 million kids struggle with uh, hunger. Uh, feedingamerica.org. Find your local food bank and learn how to solve child hunger. Just throw some food at them, man. Kids, hungry kids need to eat because we can solve hunger. I don't know if we can solve hunger, but it, they says right there, just like how we can cure cancer. That's always gets me about this one. It goes, race to cure cancer. Really? Yeah. How'd that race go? How we cured cancer? Cancer. That last race did it. You're not going to cure cancer in a race. Hate to break the news to you. It's like, we're bicycling for cancer. We're going to beat it. No, you're not, my friends. You're going to ride. You're going to make some money for a big corporation that kind of benefits off of cancer research. It's that simple. It's that's because you got to pay for administrative people. You got to pay for those things to get mailed out to you to ask for more money. You got to. So believe me, it's a racket. Oh, well. So, hey, hey, let's get back into the happy music. What do you say? Love this tune. Don't know who does it. Rock rumba. A different kind of rockabilly tune, but man, it's a dilly. Thank you. 
Coming around, and it's a long, long walk from the other part of town. But tell me, where's my baby? Oh, tell me where she gone. Hello, what did I do? That my baby put me down. And that song ain't doing it for me. So, like I'm saying, I got a bunch to go through. So, let's see if I can find some dillies. All right, here, try this one. All right, this sounds promising. Everybody gotta hang, hang, hang that swing Oh, won't you break that thing Or let the rhythm move your soul Just go wild over rock and roll Hey, I'm man, a temp, cool, cat, real pep Check it, needs a crazy bit of rock, rock Go mad, needs a night badge 
upright, tap feet, take the beat, it's neat or read. Let the rhythm move your soul. Just go wild over rock and roll. Hey, I'm man, it's a cool cat, no pep, check it, needs sock, crazy bit of rock, a rock, a go mad, needs sound, not bad, jump around, tap feet, take the beat, it's neat or read, and let the rhythm move your soul, just go wild over rock and roll. Rock it to the right, well, rock with me, baby, I'm on okay. 
rockin', baby, got a record stand. People gather around and clap your hands like a cat with a curve. She spins a rock and roll record, a rock and roll record, girl. Well, she opens up shop about a quarter of nine. She loves spinning Merle while she's feeling fine. Everybody gets a little rise and shine from that crazy cat with that curve. She spins a rock and roll record, a rock and roll record, girl. All she wants to do is pop, pop, pop. Well, she really hates to go shop. She's a cat with a curl. She spins a rock and roll record, a rock and roll record, girl. Oh, here goes now. The guy Get some candy bars I rolled my window down My heart was thumping and jumping around Yeah I said, hey honey, you're gonna get lost She turned around and her ponytail tossed She said She had the craziest smile I found that baby at a drive-in movie Yeah, yeah Can sit right here and watch the movie with me She said It's better than walking, wandering round half the night I found that baby at a drive-in movie We 
said they're watching the picture show A horror movie with a monster named Schmo They had him up a tree He scared that little chicken and she cuddled to me What do you mean, man? Things got crazy. Didn't they, baby? Let's move on down the line. Well, I heard the news and there's good rockin' tonight. Yeah, country version of uh, Good Rockin' Tonight. We started the Sun Records uh, show off last week with Elvis's version of Good Rockin' Tonight. So here's the country version the last tunes that we played were all from unreleased bootlegs i put out well i didn't put out real rail rockabilly 11 12 13 and 14 uh the songs were drive and movie record girl lover boy uh rock with me baby dance me to death killing the bop where's my baby that's the thing when i got into those last five versions uh the bootleg I just got tired of logging stuff I just kind of put the titles down and let people figure it out because I this was all stuff like towards the tail end of the things that I was like changing over and getting in and it's just like I'm tired of typing stuff and I'm gonna put the I wish I would have put the artist down but I did not at that point I was getting very lazy I had so much music to get through that I just kind of figured get the music and uh, say five seconds not typing the name in yeah so interesting chummy called about the actually John left a note about this which is pretty neat and uh, one of my favorite songs on these real rare rockabilly things was a song called cool disc jockey man by Boyd Bennett and uh, we're gonna end the show with that okay so there's a good rocking tonight we're gonna end that right there and then uh, I remember when I first heard this tune, man. This just opened my eyes up. And this was the theme song for for quite a while. Uh, if you listen to Zombo's Deep Archives, I actually cut that out. I don't actually play it every. I used to play it every week. But it's a it's it's, it's a great way to uh, to start the show. And we're gonna end the show. So next week is gonna be all my bootleg surf music. Following week is my bootleg weird stuff. Then we get into Halloween, man. I'm set for a couple weeks, man. And you know I'm remaining in your brain. Oh man, yeah! Cool this jockey! He plays them sweet and he plays them hot. Spins around, gives it all he's got. He's a real cool, this jockey man. He plays them old and he plays them new. He'll play most anything for you. He's a real cool, this jockey man. Now listen in any time you can. Really send you man alive Love that guy, can't get enough I'm sure gone on the crazy stuff He's a real cool, this jockey man
lucky man He plays them old and he plays them new He'll play most anything for you He's a real cool This jockey man Now listen in any time you can Pay me out to his music man Get your kicks when he talks that jive Really send you man alive Love that guy can't get enough I'm sure gone on the crazy stuff He's a real 